Right, everyone, welcome to the John Coombs podcast. My name is John Coombs. I'm joined here by Joe. Uh, Joe, say hello. Hi, you okay? Yeah, good, mate. Good, 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 good. Um, so I met Joe uh, at IFS as well. <laughs> I think I've yeah. met like loads of people at IFS. Like, I, I, I couldn't believe how many people I met at IFS. It was just a joke. It, it was a good, it was a good event. It was, it was probably one of the best events. And anybody who's who's into fitness or looking to get into fitness, definitely just just go to it. Um, even on your own. I mean, I was yeah. sort of like really sort of um what's the word now? Sort of like I didn't have much confidence and I was a bit sort of a bit wary about going on my own. You speak to people through WhatsApp messages and groups that get made. And it, it, it's all comfortable and nice then. It's all... Yeah. And then the day comes and you're like... Fuck. Oh, <laughs> shit. You're like... I remember walk, I walked into that first pub and I walked in and there was two people, there was two girls who were stood in there who I'd spoken to through, uh, through WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. I just walked in, looked at them, went to the opposite side of the bar, got me drink... <laughs> I went to sat outside on my own. I was like, <laughs> I was like, shit. I was like, this is like, how am I supposed to do this? And then people were just coming in and sort of mingling. And then I just sort of like, I thought, I've got to just, I've got to do it. I've just got to, yeah, walk in. And me, I was just sweating. My hands were sweating. My armpits were sweating. I was just like, I was in bits. And I was like, I just went in there, just like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm sort of like, yeah. And then <laughs> I am joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. It, it all it all works out. It all works out in the end. I just think you've just got to break past that little that first point, haven't you? Yeah, I think like especially like that was it was the first event I ever went to on my own as well. So going to going to IFS was such a huge thing, and it taught me so much about myself. Like I just like because you know I love I love meeting new people, but going somewhere literally on your own is a whole different story and especially like like you probably traveled from quite yeah, far I from, yeah i've traveled from near stoke yeah 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 so coming from stoke to, to london on your yeah. own and yeah. not know anyone that's it's it's you it's it must have been well hard and like i'm from london going into london was fine i've done i've done london trips like before <laughs> but going to an actual event on my own was a bit like whoa like there's a lot of people I do not know here. So I've got to yeah. make friends or like meet new people. Yeah. Um, so I was going to, I was going to, basically I was going to take my wife with me. Mm. So um, she was like, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not into the fitness industry. I'm not in all that sort of stuff. So she was like, it's a lot of money just for me to just come just to sit with that. And, and I get that. And do you know what? I'm actually glad that she didn't because if she had done, I wouldn't have met yourself. I wouldn't have met all them people that I met there. Mm. Um, I wouldn't have been sort of like networking, building, building that sort of that network base. Um, and it had been a completely different experience. And it had probably been a worse experience because I'd have just been with my wife and we'd have just kept ourselves to ourselves. And then, yeah, I'd have, I'd, have, I'd have been to the talks and listened to that. But I think, what made it was that the fact that I went on my own and I and I met new people and sort of learnt new things and mm. just and then also 
built that confidence as well and, and put myself out of my comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, do you know what? It's it's not, that's where, they always say that's where things are made. If you're yeah. out of your comfort zone, that's where you'll make things and 100%. that's where you'll succeed. 100%. I mean, like, I think a lot of people went with, like some people took friends and they said it was the worst thing they ever did because yeah. they were constantly complaining you know, if you're not yeah. into like it's it's weird because like if if you're not into what it was, it was kind of not really for other people. Yeah. Um, I mean, some people went like I think a lot of people actually went who actually wasn't in the fitness realm and enjoyed themselves. But um, some people who took their friends, just or or like uh, even I think I heard well I spoke to someone they took a um, client with them. All right. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, they were like, the person was moaning all the time. It was just, uh, just a disaster. Um, and she was like I, I, like, I wish I just went on my own. I just wish yeah. I just, yeah, just went on my own. And I think <clears throat> like for a lot of people, like with this whole comfort zone situation, like it's, it's, it's the best experience to put yourself in those situations and do it and doing it alone makes you grow as a person as well yeah um and things happen like more like um eventful things happen when you are out your comfort comfort zone yes yeah 100 percent um i just think if you stay in your comfort zone all the time then yeah things things will happen you'll probably you'll you'll succeed in things and you'll probably grow but i think you need to push out of that out of that stage um like I, I speak to to clients all the time and mindsets such a massive thing oh, huge. Um, and it's things like people people will come up to me and go oh I can't do this can't do that they add someone that's like oh, I can't I can't run 5k so it's like why can't you run 5k mm. it's like well I just can't do it and it's like well you can they're like no I can't and it's okay so you've set yourself an expectation yeah. It's like way up here. So you've given yourself um, a, an expectation of a set time to complete that 5K. So if that 5K takes you an hour, so what? You an hour. You've, you've completed 5K. If you have to walk three quarters of it, so what? It's, it's, it's like, don't set yourself such a massive expectation. Just go out and sort of like, just try and do it, do it, have a go. Yeah, okay, if you only do 4K and, I don't know, your legs seize up or something, yeah, that's fine. Tomorrow, go again. And it's you've always got to put keep walking forward, keep moving forward, because if you mm. don't move forward, you're either going to stay exactly where you are or you're going to go backwards. So yeah. it's like you've, you've just got to keep keep going for it, and it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be not going to be pretty. Um, it's going to be hard. You're going to have good days bad days but just keep you just keep going don't you um it's like changing like the, the mindset of of so many different clients and so many different people um out there are just so set it's like yeah. they're just set in their their way um but actually they need to change their habits yeah and change their their mindset around they can do something there's no such like <laughs> my nana always used to say to me, "There's no such thing as can't because there is yeah. no such thing as can't." Yeah. You can. I always do say it. this. I always say, <laughs> "I say can't." It's not. It's not even a word. I was no. like, and they're like, "There's no such thing as can't." Like, well, there is. I'm like, 
There's no such thing as can't, it's when it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when it's going to happen. Definitely. Because it will happen, but it's just like, it's it's overcoming that barrier that so many people put up themselves. Yeah. Well, I was watching um, uh, a programme recently, um, and it's like, they were told that's impossible to do. What What you're going to achieve is impossible. And they were like, okay. So they called it like Project Possible and then did it. And it's like, do you know what I mean? It's sort of, you just got to sort of, the moment someone says to me, oh, you, you can't do that or you're going to fail at that or that's not going to work. Or in my head, I'm like, oh, okay, well, that helps me. And then it sort of like drives me mm-hmm. because when I'm in that, when I'm in that, in that, um, that place where my head's going, just, just quit now or just sort of, yeah, if you just finish, just do, don't do any more of this. The back of my head's like, well, I can't because then people don't believe in me. So if I quit, I've proven them right. So mm. I just, that, that pushes me on. And then you'll complete what you need to do. Um, and I try and use that sort of, shall I say, negativity to sort of drive, Feel you, to yeah. drive me. Yeah, to push me on to get things done. Yeah, yeah. And it's important. Like, uh, it's important, like, uh, again to i think some people use negativity um as um well they, like you said you you use it for a driving point you you like say yeah. look okay that negative negative comments never whatever it is um you use that as a driving factor yeah. which is great which is great and and that fuels you um and i think some people like out there it doesn't fuel them um yeah but you always find a way what actually motivates you. Like whether it's um, future family, you want to save up for a car, like yeah. uh, whatever it is, like if it's, if it's money fueled, like, or if it's happiness, it's like, you know, <clears throat> I don't know. You want to like be able to run with your kid later on in life. Um, yeah. Whatever it is, you know, you wanted to throw you, throw your kid up in the air, like, um, and not have a bad back. Um, whilst doing it (laughs) yeah Uh, it's whatever it is like it's you know you just gotta find your why find your why of what you want to do and then just like do everything in that uh in between that why to make it happen i think it's i think it's not being scared to fail as well yeah i think i think there's too much too much fear of failure so if if you if you fail at something then it's you've you've sort of you've grown as well because you've learned you've learned something from that so <clears throat> i when i first i've not been into the fitness industry that long i've i've always been into fitness um made um transition from comfortable well paid job into sort of taking that jump to do what i wanted to do something that i love doing um so i started into the fitness industry i had two clients I'd be cousin and a mate, and that was it. And I was like thinking, okay, how's this going to work? I'm sort of, I'm, I'm fresh into it. Mm. Um, so I put a bit of a, a bit of a post out, um, a bit of a promotional thing, charging, uh, asking for less money for PT. And I thought, Do you know what, this is this is going to work. This is I'm going to get like, going to get ten clients, and I'm going to be sort of, uh, I'm going to be set with this. This is I'll be happy with that. 
and I got like another two clients from it. Nice. Um, so I got another two clients from that. So in my mind, I was like, that flopped. And it did flop because I, I'd, I'd set myself a goal. I wanted 10 clients by the end of the year. Um, I just started out. I thought 10 clients is probably a goal that I might not hit. Um, but if I set myself a goal, at least I've got something to work towards. So I've got something to, to basically aim at. Uh, I had me four clients. I thought, Do you know what? That's flopped. I started proper like scratching my head, got me down a bit. I was a bit like a bit deflated, a bit like, what's gone wrong? Why has it not worked? Um, but it's, I saw a few, a few posts through Instagram, people doing like lives and talks, things like that. And they were saying on there, like, you've got to fail, you've got to fail in order mm. to grow. So I was like, Do you know what? That didn't work. So I picked out the positives and I was like, so I got this. I've, I've put my name out there. People know who I am. Okay. I didn't get the clients that I wanted, but I've got them positive elements from it. Oh, then obviously looked at the negatives. It didn't work. Why didn't it work? It didn't work because of X, Y, and Z. And then so I just pushed on from that. <clears throat> I think, but luckily, oh, go on, sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say that <clears throat> even though you only had four clients, that's four more clients that you didn't never have. Yes, 100%. So, yeah. Like yeah. the four clients is like such a huge, huge achievement going from yeah. no clients to, to clients straight, like, yeah. to straight away is, is massive and it's amazing. Yeah. Um, so like even like the small achievement of four clients, even though you didn't reach 10, actually you've still achieved. Yeah. You've actually made a, a positive, like it's, it's, it's making that positive impact on those clients that you have and making a positive impact on yourself to say, well, I've actually picked up. I, I did four, I picked up four yeah. clients. Yeah. So I'd set me, like I said, I set myself up a goal for 10, um, and then it just sort of, it's, it, it just went crazy. It was like sort of out of nowhere, uh, I got to a point where I was like, I've got like 14, 15 clients here. And I'm like, I only wanted 10. <laughs> so, so, so I basically, I, I put a, I was like, I put a stop. I was like, I'm not taking any more clients on. I need to focus on this because I basically, I, I just sort of, because I had me four clients and it was nice and easy going. And to be fair, some people might listen to this and go, 15 clients and like laugh at it and go, but to me, it's like I've just started. So to me, 15 clients is a lot of clients for someone who's oh, just a lot of in, clients, yeah. Just got into PT. Um and I was like, I was a bit overwhelmed by it. And I was a bit like, I was like, oh shit, I need to start sort of like getting me get myself organized getting so basically i've now put a stop to that and i've organized all that sort of stuff organized only one-to-one and did you i'm, um, I'm in did, a better place now did you ever like get the fear of um like impo imposter syndrome yes so <clears throat> when when i first started even i was pt my friend and i'd be taking a session writing a session out doing it with him and when he's why sorry why is um uh why I'm taking the session and my mind's just going, Do you know what you're fucking doing? It's like you're winging this. You haven't got a clue what you're doing. You're like 
um, you're robbing this guy out of money. And at that, my brain's just like going crazy. And I'm thinking, do I know what I'm doing? But then like, I'll be out on a night out and a friend will speak to me and be like, oh, I've got this niggle here or I'm trying to do this. And then I'll be like, bang, 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 firing loads of little, little tips at him. But when I was there doing it, I was proper getting like an imposter syndrome when I was thinking to myself, I'm just winging this. I'm just sort of like, but they always say, if you have that imposter syndrome, then you, you can't be an imposter because you're consciously thinking that you're uh, being an imposter, if you know what I mean. As if you were, you wouldn't yeah, yeah. be sort of, because you know that you that's what you're doing. Yeah, I think like imposter syndrome is well, like, it's, it's so because you 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 do something, you help someone out, and you're like, "Am I allowed to do that? Can I even do that? Am I even yeah. qualified enough for that? Am I, you know?" Yeah. Is... <laughs> I think with that though, it's just a matter. It's a matter of time, and then it's just it goes. Now, mm. I, I, people come in for PT, and it's just like sessions already planned. Because I've already, I always plan them sort of like the night before, day before. Um, and they turn up, it's like, morning, you okay? Yeah, man, straight into it, done, gone. And it's like, it's, I, that doesn't even come into my mind anymore. Because mm -hmm. like, it, <laughs> it's what they say, is like, when you do, when you do something a hundred times, you'll get into the funk, into the, yeah. into the, you, you'll, you'll learn it. You'll learn yeah. it. It's just all about getting your reps in. And just like learning over time, and then once you yes. once you're there, it's kind of second nature. Um, yeah. Obviously, everyone's unique. Everyone's different. Uh, like obviously, everyone has different bodies. Everyone has different problems, different yes. issues. But once you've done that a thousand times, and you can identify the problems, it's kind of second nature. Yeah, and you'll find as well um, that a lot of people in the gym have probably got the same the same problem. There's there's a lot of, I speak to a lot of people, gym anxiety. I speak to, the uh, biggest one I get at the moment is like squats, people squatting. So they're like, oh, my knees are hurting. I'm like, okay, so I, I have a quick find out where about the knees hurting. And straight away, I was like, do me a favour, just do me a couple of squats. And you'll see them squatting. I'm like, right, That's okay, we need, <laughs> we, need to, we need to fix this. And then yeah. I'm like, do me a couple of lunges. Yeah, okay. And it's just um well getting back to the gym anxiety stuff. With with that, people speak to me and they're confident people and they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, but I, I feel a bit a bit anxious <clears throat> today. And it's sort of like, why? So all people are watching me. So uh I said to said to my cousin, um, she was in the gym, she's she was a bit uh, sort of like nervous with it. And I said, listen, there's, there's a few things that people will probably do in the gym. I say, if it's a bunch of lads staring at you, watching you doing some, I don't know, hip thrust or something, they're probably watching you because they probably fancy you all that look of you. So that's probably one of the things. Second one, because she lifts, she lifts quite a lot of weight, good weight, so mm. she's strong. They're probably, um, if there's a group of lads, they're probably mocking their mates because you're probably lifting more than what one of them can lift. They're probably looking at you and then you're lifting good weight and they're thinking, wow, didn't expect that. Mm. Um, watching your form, maybe they're even watching what route, like what your um, sort of session is. 
mm-hmm. sort of inspire them. I said, on the flip side of that, they could be watching your form and they might be like, oh, you're doing that wrong. I said, but you know what you're doing, so eliminate that one. I was like, so your anxiety, I wouldn't really worry about what people are doing. And they do say that, if, if, don't worry about what you're doing in the gym, because there's probably somebody there who's got exactly the same problem as what you've got. And I think a lot of people as well, like when they're in the gym, uh, people are looking around. And I think people who look at other people are more anxious about what they're doing. Yeah. Hence, they're looking at other people because they don't want to be like, because they're anxious already about doing their workout yes yeah yeah um and you see it all the time like no one in the gym uh, except from a few like obviously you get a few idiots in the gyms yeah, yeah i think they're they're always there they're gonna be there but uh g- generically like most of the people in the gym aren't there to to mock you or put you no. down i've always found it when I go to a gym, like if anyone's struggling with anything, I'll go over and help them out and just say, oh, look, do you want me to help you with this? Or like, or like if, if they want a different movement or like someone else comes up to me and says, oh, you know, oh, John, you know, this isn't right. Like I'll fix that. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm like, okay, yeah, no worries. That's it's positive advice. Um, and everyone's there to obviously ultimately reach their goals. Yeah, and the thing is, you you when they tell you that as well, that then gives you extra tools as well because you'll be like, do you know what? Yeah, and then you'll take that away, and then you'll see someone doing the same thing that you did and go, mm-hmm. I'll try this. Someone called to me yesterday, doing a bit of an arm session, and this guy he comes in the gym, he's he's trained for a long long time, and he was sort of telling me like I, I'm like the PT in the gym, he's telling me try this, try that. If you do it this way, you'll see that you know, people are using the shoulder more than what they, they should be into the bicep and mm. try. And you know, there's things that I was like, wow. So there are things that like I've now taken away and gone, all right, okay, I'll be, I'll use them. Use them in your next PT session? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. It... <clears throat> yeah, 100%, 100%. Yeah. So, and, and this is another, like I was, I say like, to people as well about that anxiety and stuff, especially in the gym. I'll go into the gym. I don't lift massive weights. I'm not, I've been more, I'm more sort of into me running, endurance, like all that sort of stuff. But don't, if I go into the gym, lift some weights, I'm, I'm probably not lifting half the weight that some of the guys in the gym mm-hmm. are lifting. But I'm not really bothered because that's, no. they've got their journey. I've got my journey. Yeah, yeah. So you've got your own personal journey and you just need to focus on that. Just keep on track of what you need to do. And whatever, what someone else does, don't worry about that. Just keep doing what you need to do. Yeah, and this is the thing. Like everyone, like you said, like everyone is on a journey. Everyone's on their own specific path. And it doesn't yeah. matter. Like, <clears throat> honestly, you like anyone can go to a gym and put their headphones in and just get on with it. But... The good, the best thing about again breaking out your comfort zone, go and ask someone. Oh, just yeah. like, oh, could you? Are you? What are you doing? Like, what's your what? What are you doing at the moment? Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you working towards? And I bet you any money they'll stop what they're doing, and tell you, yeah. and and have that conversation with you. Um, but again, it's it's breaking those down those barriers and breaking out that comfort zone. You can do it, and uh, like trust me, anyone can 
do it, but I, I know it's hard. Yeah, but people are in the work. gym. People yeah. are in the gym to get fit. <clears throat> Everyone's in the, in that place for exactly the same reason. Whether that's the to get to whether that's to get faster, to get stronger, to get more muscle. So when you go in there and I don't know someone that's say potentially say overweight and they like, don't know what they're doing or they they're a bit wary of people watching them. And like you said, then you ask somebody, guaranteed ninety nine percent of the time. That person, like you said, or pull their ear, earphones out or, or whatever, and they'll stop and they'll tell you, and they'll be like, do you know what, if you need any help, let me know. Because everyone's been at that start point at some yeah. point in their life, and they'll be more than happy to pass on their knowledge onto mm. somebody who's, who's, who's trying to get into it, because everyone's, everyone's pushing for the same sort of thing. Oh, 100%. Um, Joe? Talk to us about yeah. um, Ironman triathlons oh, and right. endurance events. So, <clears throat> uh, 2000, what do you mean, 2014, uh, in a pub, friends was just like, trying to do an man. Didn't have a clue what it was. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, doing this. Man. I was like, Ironman, what's that? He was like, oh, it's a two and a half mile swim, 112 bike. And then a marathon. So I was like, okay, yeah, go on then, yeah, whatever. So he was like, what I'll do, I'll pay for you now. You just pay me the money. I was like, okay. Because obviously I think he was thinking, oh, I won't sign up to it. So we signed us both up to it. I was then like, what What do I need for this? What? He was like, well, you need a wetsuit for a start. You've got a bike. I was like, no, I've not rode a bike since I was about like 15. <laughs> and uh, he was like, okay, so you need a bar. I was like, oh, like a road bar. He says, yeah, you need like ones that you clip in. Hmm. So I was like, okay, right. So I thought, oh, right, I'll uh, I best get this stuff. So I had some savings, went went out, I think it was around January, February time, brought myself a wetsuit, brought myself this road bike. Um, I thought, right, I used to be, I used to be quite a good swimmer yeah. when, I was, when I was younger. Um, which I've got a story about swimming and about mindset and things like that in a minute after this. Um, thought, do you know what? Swimming, dead easy. No marvel. Got in the pool, did two lengths. I was absolutely blowing. Yeah. I was in pieces. I'd not, I'd not swam for years. And I, was, I thought to myself, this would be dead easy. No, it wasn't at all. Um, then I had this bike. Never rode. I'd rode a bike since I was about 15. So... Uh, what would that have been now? So uh, anyway, it had been about 10, 12 years of not riding a bike. Um, I, I, uh, I, got me, I got myself clipped in. I spent about two months just falling off it just because you clipped <laughs> in. I'm clipped in, I'm pedalling, and I'm sort of like... Trying to get your foot to, off the, off the uh, pedal. The point where I even forgot one clip and I just like fell off, and it's like <laughs> it's so I spent I spent months just doing that. I think the furthest ride I did was about sixty miles. Um, Jesus, what sixty miles nonstop? Sixty miles, yeah. So I managed to get a sixty mile ride in, which is not too bad, really. When when I sort of understand the cycling sort of community and things, I think mm. about thirty miles is like just a normal just ride just every day so 60 miles isn't that much really um running wise i've always been quite good with running 
So before the Ironman, I put myself in for an half marathon, did that. So I turns up on the day thinking, right, okay, yeah, this is, this is not going to be too bad. Gets down to the lake and we mate sort of like, so shows me the, the course, the route. And he's like, so you see that boy over there? That's where you'll swim around that. So I was like, okay, yeah, that boy there. He's like, no, 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 see that one in the distance right over there. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, you swim around that one. And I was just, I thought, wow. I'm going to, I thought I'm going to fucking drown doing this. So got everything set up. We got up about three o'clock in the morning. You have some breakfast down to the lake, ready for set off for like six. Jumped in the water, tried my first head in the water, tried to do a bit of front crawl. It was, I couldn't see a single thing. It was really? like that murky and grim. So I was like, I couldn't breathe. I started having a bit of anxiety, a bit of a panic attack. So I thought, right, I need to keep me keep my head out of the water and just swim around. So I sort of alternated between a bit of breaststroke and then keeping my head out and like front, like front crawl, but like my head out of the water. And I got round, did the route, jumped out, uh, got to the transition point. And I was like, right, okay, that's first one ticked off. First bit done, uh, but like I said, with that with the swim, I could have I could have just quit straight away because with the panic mm. attack from over, I was just sort of like, oh no, what, I'm I'm not going to be able to do this. But like I said I, ca- I cracked on, got to the transition. It was starting to get a bit nice. The weather was, and I started slapping a bit of sun lotion on. <laughs> gets to the back of my neck, I put sun lotion on my neck. I was like, and it just like it was as if someone had like put a hot poker on the back of my neck. Oh my god! I was like, I was like, oh, what's this? And this, the steward woman was like, let me have a look. And basically, because I kept my head out of the water, because I was turning my neck constantly, it rubbed against my wetsuit and just oh. like, took all the skin on the back of my neck off. Oh. I was like, oh, because I was in pieces with that. So anyway, I jumped on the bike and I set off, and I thought I'll be okay on the bike, just plod through. It's quite a hilly course, mm. but it's nothing. It wasn't too bad. Um, I got about 60 miles in and my head, my head just fell off. I was like, I thought I'm going to, I'm going to basically throw my bike over an edge and I thought, and I'll just get someone to pick me up and then I'll go home. I thought this is, this is too much. Yeah. yeah. It was like, I, I remember cycling past one point and there was like a, it was quite a nice scenic area mm. and there was a, a guy, his bike was stood next to him and he was just stood, leaned on this gate, just looking out into the distance. And I was just thought, I was thinking, you could see people all the time stopping and like, and I just thought, I can't stop, I can't stop. And luckily this guy came up next to me and uh, he was just like, you okay, mate? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm like, I think I'm done on this. And he was just like, is this your first, first time? I was like, yeah, I've never... I've never done a triathlon before. I was like, this is the first time I've ever done a triathlon. He was mm. like, oh, well, you've, you've started at the, at the top then. Um, he was like, he goes, let me give you some advice. He was like, <clears throat> I did my first one and uh, failed. He says, I quit. He says, trust me. He was like, it's not worth quitting. Just keep going. So we were talking for a bit and then we got to about like the 100 mile point and I was like, I've got 12 miles left. I thought, that's it. So I did the 12 miles, got to, that was 112 done, pulled, pulled up at, at Macron Stadium at, at Bolton and uh, jumped off the bike, set up for my run. And I just set off on my run. And the weirdest thing happened. 
I'm I'm not very sort of like emotion wise. I don't really I'm not very sort of like <laughs> expressive emotionally. Yeah, yeah. Like I got off the bike and I don't know what it was, whether it was my body just like going, thanks for that. Like, but I just sort of started welling up. Uh. And I was like running, it was weird. It was like I but I sort of I couldn't stop it. I was it was it was strange. I was like, what sort of you like sort yourself out? So anyway, I sat on the run. Um and when you get to a certain point of the run, there's like a three-loop circuit where you do like three loops, you get like little arm little arm wristbands, armband things, oh, but different colours that so it dictates you've done the loops and then you cut off onto the into the finishing line. Remember coming up this hill. Oh, is, it like a, is it a tight loop or is it like a like how big no. is it like a oh it's it's yeah it's quite a distance it's quite a it? distance. but i think it, what it is it's because um when when you had you sort of head into the town center yeah and there's sort of like as a cut off where you okay. where you pull off when you've when you've done your loops and it's just to stop people from maybe like doing one loop and going yeah cheers and then nipping off and finishing um but I remember seeing this guy. I was coming up this hill, got to the top, and I saw this guy. And this guy was was a big bloke, as in like not big as in muscle, as in big as in overweight. Yeah. And I thought, I thought, do you know what? I thought, fair play, fair play to that guy. I thought I'll catch him in a minute because I always set myself little people. I always find somebody and I'll try and catch him or something. Like that. <laughs> I mean, you got to while you're doing these yeah. things. Yeah, <laughs> you have to get you have to get somebody to entertain your brain while you're doing yeah, it. Yeah. Um. I remember I was, I'd ran round and I could see him in the distance. And he, he got to the, the point where you cut off for the finish and he cut off. And I was like, you are shitting me. I was like, he's like finished. I've, I've, I've just pretty much started to run. So it's like, <laughs> so I was like, and I did, did the run. The run was like, it's, it's, I wouldn't really say it was much for run. It was like sort of like a shuffle and a bit of a what's it. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, from that point, I think your 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 body is probably dead. Yeah, and that's the, the str- another strange thing as well. That was probably the easiest part of it. Really, I think the run was the easiest part because there's so many people there. There's so much stuff going on. I knew that I'd done it. It was just a matter of just getting to that finish line, and mm-hmm. then I ran down the finish line. Messi's family rules there watching. And I was in such a sort of like tunnel vision, and like everyone's like putting their hands. So you feel like you're a bit of a like a professional athlete because like just crowd members like high fiving you and stuff. So I'm like running down, giving it all this, like, <laughs> high fiving all these people. Ran straight past me, Messi's never for you. Was stood there watching me. Didn't even high five them. Just ran straight past him, high fiving all these strangers. <laughs> Get through the finishing line, just like yeah. And my missus just like, cheers for that. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, we've been stood all day watching. Waiting for you to high-five us. <laughs> yeah. And then I come through the finish line and completely ignore him. And I was like, I didn't even see you. I said, I'm so sorry. I was like, I just, I was, I was just wrapped up in, in all the, the, what's it? Um, But with that, it's, I put a post on Instagram recently about it. And it's like. Yeah, I saw that. It was, it was, was it hard? Yeah, it was, it was, it was ridiculously hard. Um, I wanted to quit in the swim. I wanted to quit. Yeah. Yeah. So, it yeah, is. so I banged that on. Yeah. And it was, I put in there, it, it's linking into like the mindset of things. Yeah, I wanted to quit. I had a panic attack in the swim because I've, I've just the panic. I've never swam open water before. 
Um, it's scary. Back. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It is very. It's a lot different than just jumping in the pool and just like banging out a load of lamps. Um, the the bike that was mentally tough. You spend I spent a lot of time on your own on a bike. Your horse is killing. Your legs are aching. You just sort of you've got so much time to think, and your brain will just sort of start saying, "Yeah, yeah, just knock it on the head now." Um, we keep on going. The run, the run was, like I say, probably the easiest bit, but it was still, it was still hard. Um, and I think you just got, I just, just keep going with it. And I, I mean, mine was in my head. I was sort of like, people doubted me, so I was thinking, I can't quit because I need to go back and face them. Yeah. And it was more of a, you, you also, you, they're not cheap to do, so it's like, cost you a load of money. Um. And it was just a matter of, do you know what? I've I've done. I've got this far now. I can't. I can't give in now and just mm. get it done. Um, my time I finished was wasn't a very sort of um, flattering time. You get like seven. Don't matter. Well, at least you did it. Yeah. Yeah. So you, get, <laughs> you get like seventeen hours to complete them. I think I did mine in like fifteen hours forty-five. Oh, there we but go. With, with 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 lack of training that I did because I didn't really train much for it because. I'm, I'm a bit, I, I, I do it all the time. I end up not training much, then it just punishes me on the day. And But no one can take that away from me. No one can take it away from me that I've done the Ironman. Yeah, it might take 15 hours, 45. But no no one can be like, take that achievement away. And it is, a, it is a massive achievement that was for me. And then I went off and did a load of smaller, different triathlons after that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what would you, like, if, if like anyone's listening to this, like, what would you say to them about doing a Ironman? I'd just say, just do it. Just honestly, just sort of, don't, don't be overwhelmed by it too much. Don't, don't overthink it. It's just, if, if you can do, I did it as my first ever triathlon. I'd never done a triathlon before in my life. A lot of people start off with like super sprints, sprints, Olympic middle distance, then we'll do an Ironman. I just went straight into it, unfortunately, and just hit it that way. Um, I think train for it, yeah. Don't do what I did. Um, give yourself, don't give yourself too long to train. I'd say six, six months, seven months maybe, train for it. Um, and expect to die fail yeah 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 but expect when you're training as well expect to fail expect yeah. to go for it to set yourself on a, a, a 10 mile run and only do eight because mm. you're in you, your legs are in shit state expect yeah. that because that's what's going to happen um obviously there's, there's there's programs out there that that tell people how to train for it um don't go too hard too soon put your brick sessions in so you're getting used to it even sort of do a leg session before you go for a run so that your legs are fatigued and get yourself used to being How tired yeah, yeah 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 um get yourself out in the in the conditions if it's raining don't think to yourself oh i'll go to the gym on the treadmill get yourself out in the rain mm. um i didn't wear i used to wear headphones when i ran used to always wear headphones now i don't wear i don't wear headphones I, I I I do it as my training for sort of like 
building my sort of mental resilience, shall I say, mm-hmm. because I allow my brain to be telling me like, this is too hard or turn back or this is not fun. And I, and I, and I try and get that so that I'm used to being in that place. Mm-hmm. And that's how I sort of, how I've changed the way that I do things now. And how many, how many triathlons have you done since? So I've done about four, maybe not many. I've not, I've not like smashed loads out. Still uh, four is enough. <laughs> I did, I did a middle distance, which is okay. sort of like half of the Ironman. And that was harder than the Ironman. Just what because was the it? Route, it was, it was just a, a, a middle distance. So it's like, it's half the distance of everything. The only finish with like half a marathon, I think it's like, what is it? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm shit with maths. But anyways, half the distance mm. of, of, of your Ironman. But the route was just sort of, there's no real crowds and stuff there. And they they do spur you on. And when you've got nobody there, and if the routes are quite sort of like mind numbing, it, it, it can be tough. So it's just getting in your head and just pushing. And I cramped up loads on that one. So I was sort of like having to get loads of electrolytes on and yeah, yeah. eating loads of ready salted crisps, trying to get salt back in my system. Did you have those like little squid gels? Yeah, yeah. But you have to be careful with them. Yeah, apparently they're, uh, they're lethal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> out the, out I, the other end. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'd, I'd, so it's a funny story with that one. So when I did that middle one, um, the same lad that did the Ironman with me, um, he set off on the swim. He's a great swimmer, so he smashes the swim out. I caught him up on the bike, so we started the run together mm. on the run section. He then runs off, um, and as I'm coming through this one bit, I see him like jump out from this bush, and he looks he looks pale as anything. And I was like, <laughs> you "Okay," and he's like, "He's like, mate, he's like, something's not good." And I was like, "Why?" He's like just can't stop shitting. And I was like, I was like, what, what do you mean? Like, 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 I've got really bad diarrhea. Like, my stomach's really hurting. I was like, okay, you need, there's some toilets down the bottom. When we get down to that point, just try to go there. So he gets down there. And I thought there was some toilets there, but there wasn't. No. So he gets down there. So he's like, I've got to go. And he like runs off into another bush. And then like, <laughs> I, I just, I just went and left him. But that's that's the thing. If if you're taking them gels and stuff, be careful because they can they can they're lethal. straight through you. Yeah, you can go <laughs> straight through you. Yeah, they're they're really bad. Like honestly, they're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're making it sound like you've had an experience with these. Well, no, well, sort of. Like I, I do a lot of like um like mountain bike riding. Yeah, and I like doing like long distance stuff um so whenever i do a long one i always take some with me um and uh yeah just like i think it was the day after like my belly was in bits it was just horrible yeah if you Um, are going to take them they do say sort of either find what what the events are using mm. and then buy them and, and take them on the run up to it so that you, your stomach can get used to it. Yeah. Or just, if, you, if you're just going to take your own stuff, find something that suits your stomach um, and then just sort of uh, take them and just keep on with them. Don't, mm. don't, don't surprise yourself on the day. 
and no, just like no. throw one of those in because it can catch you out. So <clears throat> you were in a similar situation. Well, you've been in a similar situation to me, obviously coming from a very high paid job Yeah. to then cutting that off and then going into full-time uh, PT and following your passion. Yeah. Um, I think one of the hardest, like, I think, you know, we've all, it's, it's strange because I've, I've, I've not met anyone. I've met a couple more people like who said, you know, oh yeah, I, I just went into my passion, went into my dream, but they always had like um, a pot or something to really help them start. Yeah, yeah. I sort of had a bit of a pot. So um, I had I had some money left to me. So when my mum passed away, I had some money sort of left there. Um, so that sort of sat there, didn't really do much. Mm. Um, so I sort of, I, that's, that has helped. Um, How did it come about? Like, because obviously, you know, um, for me, oh, like, I think people have heard my story on my Instagram and stuff like that, but like, I went from um, a very high-paid job to then now I'm, like, earning minimum money now. Uh, yeah. Just about pay my bills. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel I you had pay. a company car and everything like that before, living it out all comfortable. Um, yeah, really strange feeling, obviously, like, you know, going from that, that uh, comfortable situation to uncomfortable um yeah. but that has really taught me a lot and yeah. before i didn't really care about money so much because it was just coming in and i was just like whatever just buy that buy that whatever just amazon trainers whatever it was i was just yeah. buying and then like it got to a point well now where i'm like oh going to the shop i'm like oh, i can't buy that uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that's way too expensive uh who would buy that <laughs> no <laughs> a few months ago john would buy that <laughs> yeah 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 i mean without even thinking <laughs> it, it, i think it's again this is this is where that comfort zone thing comes in mm. so i mean my job it was um from the outside what did you do before so I was, I started off, I was a welder. I then just sort of progressed through. So I was like, uh, ended up being like sort of like a team leader, then went into design, then went into sort of like a project management sort of role, and then went into um, a, a project, a product specialist um, role, which yeah. was sort of like a sales sort of based one. Okay. So I was, I was earning good money. I was sort of, I never had to worry about all that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, I had some great opportunities. I've been, I've travelled with the business. I've been to India. I've been uh, working abroad with them. Um, I was doing, I was going out doing events with them. So, from the outside looking in, it was a great job. But to me, it wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't. I think when I look into it on a on a deep level, yeah, I think I'd what I'd done is. I'd followed a career, which, because um, my dad's got his own engineering business, I think I'd then followed that career to sort of prove to to him that, like, look, look, I can... I can do... I can progress. I can get... So yeah, yeah. To, them, to them potentially take over his 
business. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't think he's interested in myself, whoever, other family members to take over his business. I think he just wants to sell it at the end, mm-hmm. which is which is perfectly fine. That's his that's his choice. But it makes me think to myself, do you know what? Why am I doing something for somebody else? Why am I doing something and and I'm unhappy, I'm miserable, I'm stressed? Why am I doing that for just to prove to somebody of that? Oh, I can do that, but it's not really what I want. Mm. When I've I've always had an interest in fitness, um, so I thought, do you know what? I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna do my courses. I'm gonna get into this. So as I was doing that, the company at were asking for if people want to take like redundancy. So straight mm. away I was like, bang, there's my voluntary redundancy. I knew it was a bit <laughs> of a payout there, so I was yeah, like, yeah. that's even, that's a bit more money coming in. So um, so they. It, that got accept, that got accepted, uh, and then I was at the point of shit. I haven't got a job. Um, I need to get a job in the fitness industry. I was struggling to find work in the fitness industry because it's such a is it saturated? Is that the word? Uh, it's it's satu- a- like the, the the fitness industry is so saturated. Like there's so there's so many people who do it, but yeah. the good thing about you know the pe- people who do PT, like who are, who are PT coaches, online coaches, whatever it is. There's an unlimited amount of of people out there who need our help. Yeah. So actually, definitely. it's it's so saturated in like gyms, but on the broader scheme of things, there's so many people who actually need help. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I mean, I don't live in a, a massively populated area. So, for instance, like London, such a huge area. I'm, mm. I live in like a little gym I work in, in a little town. So if I can get 15 clients in a little town, and someone who lives in Manchester or London or or Birmingham, it's there's going to be endless people there who are going to be looking mm. for, 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 for help in, in fitness. Um, anyway, yeah, so I went to a friend's gym, uh, spoke to him, Went to sort of more of a corporate gym as well. Went, I'd interviewed with both of them. And my mate was just like, listen, this is the crap. This is the rent. You're self-employed. Um, if you want it, it's there. I was like, yeah, okay. I was thinking, but I need to pay this rent and I need to afford that. I mean, the rent site was like 300 quid a month, which isn't mm. a massive amount of money. But when you're not earning anything, it's like, how am I going to pay somebody 300 quid every month? For like, this is the thing. Yeah, I'm not making anything. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, uh, this is why I need that for me. I needed to go into a job where I had a salary, as yeah. well as earning on top. Yeah. Um, and for everyone out there, it's very difficult to find. Yeah. Very difficult to find a a a trainer job with a salary. Yeah. Um, and I don't have to pay rent, so fantastic um and that was so difficult to find and for me i had to pay a mortgage i've got to pay a mortgage i've got to pay bills got everything like that there's no there's no way i could have gone into somewhere and been not earning because it would have been like because i had no pot i had no money had nothing there ready for me to jump into like it was kind of this or nothing 
or <laughs> I was so close to, to going to work for Domino's Pizza <laughs> just to follow my passion. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been tempted to like get some work on the side and things like that. And it's like, I'm just like, no, I need to focus on, I need to focus on what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. I need to focus on this. Um, and I need to sort of, because I think if you do too much stuff, you can you can sort of get sidetracked and get away from where you need to need to be. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big believer in energy as well. Like so, like in in my previous job, like I was putting all my energy into that job, yeah. um, but actually my energy didn't want to be in that job. Like I, my energy wanted to be in my fitness business and be into yeah. my fitness and and doing that. Um, so I was draining myself. And I just needed to cut it out, cut that out, just to focus on what I wanted to do and be happy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I think, I, I think you do. Um, and it's again, like I was saying about like with comfort zones and stuff. I was comfortable in the old job. Mm. I was comfortable. I knew what I was doing. I knew. I knew what to do. I knew a problem occurred, I knew pretty much how to, how to deal with nature. that problem. <laughs> it was just yeah. like, yeah, well, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like now, the problems I get now is like, I get different problems every day. Mm-hmm. Someone, someone's back it, someone's got an injury here, someone can't do this, someone wants, uh, someone wants so a different rewarding. goal. Yeah. So oh, it rewarding. Is. Yes, like, it is. I, like just fixing people's like, issues and pro- like obviously it's not 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 primary issues it's it's fixing people's movements and like helping them out to move better yeah yeah it's just so rewarding to to, ha- to teach someone how to properly do a hinge movement or do a squat yeah. movement and like it's just so rewarding so then they can go use that in life because yeah. A lot of people don't realize you know all these all these movements you do in the gym and, and what we do is we try and help you uh, essentially move better yeah uh, obviously some people go for weight loss some people go for uh, like muscle building strength building endurance whatever it is but primary focus is like for me especially is helping people um eventually be able to just move better in everyday life yeah. and pick up their kids run with their kids yeah do activities whatever and, and ultimately um don't seize up <laughs> yeah 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 like a lot of people I mean, do yeah i mean i get i get people that will come in and be like i want to i want to build strength so a lot of my pt sessions then will revolve around the main point of um full range of uh movement and sort of form so i don't i don't, I don't really sort of they'll be working hard but then I'm not going to sort of just thrash him for the sake of it. It's like, yeah. listen, you need to learn. Once you've learned enough, you can go and you can you can then take that away, and you know what you're doing. Mm. I have other clients that come in and just go, yeah, just just thrash me for an hour, and it's like, okay, it's like that's like the easiest money I can make because it's like just like okay, and then you just put like a circuit in or put a um uh, every minute on the minute or whatever mm-hmm. or wads and all sorts of stuff you can put in just a big hit session mm. and it's like that's what they're happy with they just want thrashing they just want working hard and it's like yeah sounds mm. um so just like i say it's there's every day has got a different sort of different challenge and different things like that um but yeah so i ended up taking this job with with a friend's gym i spent the first four weeks just basically 
I was at the gym when it opened to when it closed. Yeah. And I, I wasn't getting paid to be there. Uh, I didn't have any clients. I had two clients, but like they weren't paying me much because I was just, they were just, I'd be like, well, I'll be a client, just help you out. And it's like, I can't really charge them. Well, I could charge them, but I thought, do you know what? They're helping me, so I'll help them. Yeah. Um, I just basically turned up at the gym, just stood there every day, walked around, spoke to people. That that itself, speaking to people, I was to get myself out. I was thinking, what do I say to him? Someone's got the headphones in. You're not going to be like sort of like sneaking around him, sort of. You, you you think to yourself, and I think to myself, I was in the gym. Do I want someone come speaking to me? I'm like probably not because I want to work mm. out. I don't want someone getting. Are you okay? You had a good weekend. They'll be like, fuck off, mate. I'm like working out here. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's, um, but I found that that wasn't the case. That I went up to people and, and they were happy to talk to me. And, they, and it was sort of, they were like, oh, are you okay? And then they get to know me and then I get to know them. And people like offload problems, not in a in a bad way, but they, they get to someone they can talk to in the gym. And that, so I was, I was that so person. PTs where, are, are therapists as well. Yes, yeah. <laughs> not qualified. <And> <laughs> And it's it's and, and I, I'm I'm happy I'm happy to to be there and someone be like oh I've had this problem today it's like okay and it's yeah, and it's sort of it, you're helping them in so many different ways mm-hmm. um so I just basically spent about four weeks the lad who owns the gym he had a couple of classes that he took and he was like you take these classes for a bit just because then people get to know you and now in my classes I've got like a bit of a it's not a following but it's like the same people to turn up and we all have a bit of a laugh and and it's sort of I've, I've managed to build that. that yeah yeah Sorry, like, like, go on uh, it's gone yeah I was just like once you start to build that it's like it's it's ace it's great it's, yeah. it's so good and like when like <clears throat> I've I've started doing classes and 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 like getting my signature how I do it and everything like that and. Yeah. I had like going from being in a sales job to into a gym it's totally different shift totally different shift and the biggest shift for me was like um I don't usually get anxious speaking to people like because I'm quite an outgoing person but I think not knowing so much of the the gym and and the 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 product what I was it wasn't it's not really a product it's like the service what what the yeah. gym I work at wants to portray to people it was it was kind of like uh I'm, I'm getting anxious about you know speaking to these people and then like I just relaxed and just bit, was, was being myself and and that's that's the biggest thing it, it was just so nice to just relax with these people um yeah. but like the big, uh, when I first, when I got my first paycheck, that was the shock. <laughs> I looked at my paycheck, my boss, the owner of the gym was in that, in that day. Um, and I was like, I was like, how the hell am I going to do this? Yeah. Like, how am I going to do this? And she was like, don't worry. You'll, you'll survive. It's, it's, it's going to be fine. Um, and, uh, she was like, look, like it's going to be tough and it's tough for you. Cause she, she knew what I was pay- getting paid before. Yeah. I went from that to that and I got emergency tax on my first pay. Oh yeah. It's got stung as well. So I got stung and it just seeing 
that little amount of money in my bank was just like, holy shit, what am I yeah. going to do? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be able to do anything. Like, like it's shit. This Christmas is going to be very shit, but yeah. I'm so happy. Like, yeah, that's the thing that you I got, got the paycheck. Say- it was like, it was a worry oh, that day. It was like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do? Like, I started worrying, started doing all this other stuff. And then, and then like, a couple of days later, I kind of just forgot about it because yeah. I was, I was, I, I'm, I'm ge- like genuinely enjoying what I do and I'm genuinely yeah. happy about what I'm yeah. doing. And it doesn't matter about the money. No. I, 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 I go to, well, I go to the, my workplace, but it doesn't feel like work. 100%. And that's, that is part of in my, for me, in the whole scale of life. And then you've got the work element of that. If you can get a job that you don't see as a job or see as work, that is part of your work element of that complete. If you can then make, not saying loads of money, because everyone's got their own um, idea of what they ex- what they class as loads of money. So if you make money that you're that you go, do you know what? I want to make this much money. You make that, bang, you've done it. That's work and the life scale of things yeah. is done, tucked away. You've got a job that you love. You've got a job that you don't see as work, and you're making money. You spend most of your life working. So yeah, why yeah. do doing something that you hate? That's exactly. And there's, a, there's, a, there's always a thing where it's like a scale, and it shows that like um, from age zero to 18, you're in school. From 18 up to at the moment it's like 67 or whatever. Um, it's work. Mm. And then the last little bit your retirement. It's like that massive area of your life that you spend in work. Why do it with something that you hate? When you're up in the morning, you're like, can't be bothered to go to work. Okay, you might have a job that you love and that you that you don't see as work, and you will have good and bad days. Oh yeah, you, I think we're all we're all gonna get up in the morning and be like, "Fuck it, hell, it's yeah. uh, it's so early." <laughs> what yeah, am I doing yeah, this time yeah. up? <laughs> yes, but but if you ninety percent of the time love that job and you love getting up to work, then then that's 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 the best place you can be because you don't come home miserable. You got your family home. You want to be happy when you get back to your family, or if you haven't got a family, if you get back to your own house, you don't want to be sitting down here. Well, that was shit today. You won't be like, and that, but that being everyday occurrence, and you won't get back and be like, do you know how I feel? Yeah, good. And then you do something at home, and that's, I don't know, that's how I sort of perceive it anyway. And like yeah, you were yeah. saying then, when you don't see it as a job, it's, it's such a great, a great Honestly, place it's, to be. It's, a, it's amazing feeling. And like the, like just going, going in, doing my bit, doing my thing, like it's just natural and it's just easy. Yeah. It's not like, um, stressing like obviously you know there's there's stresses at work there's obviously stresses at like what you do sometimes and what you like what you're trying to achieve but yeah it's all a journey um and i'm on that journey now and i think a lot of people if 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 you're in a job that you hate go find the job you like yeah and it doesn't have to be fitness if you if you grew up as a kid admiring uh, someone who's a bin man or a postman or um, whatever, go and do that. 
you know what mm. I mean? Just, just because somebody might look down on that. Um, I've had loads of jobs, loads oh, of jobs mate, from too from, many. <laughs> oh, I mean, I've I've worked, um, I've worked. Engineering's been the biggest one. So engineering, I've I've actually drove. Uh, I've been HGV driver. I drove bin wagons. I worked as a uh, in a funeral home. I've, so I mean, I've had I've had like just like yeah, that's losing. a bit, big dynamic from uh, yeah, from you know what I mean? It's sort of like, but, <laughs> but it's 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 given me so many different experiences in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just think don't be don't be too worried about just just you got try and find what you want, and then you might find something that you think you might want, but you you might not want that in the end. That's not a problem. No, just, it's fine. But then just keep. Keep seeing what you want in life and where you want to be, because there will be a point where, on that journey, you will get to that point and you'll be like, "Do you know what? I've I've done all these things, but now I've found what I want to do and, mm. and who I want to be, and uh, and that's the that's 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 where you need to get to." Yeah, and it takes a lot. It takes it. It doesn't like come overnight. Like some people don't know what they want to do, but find out what you enjoy what makes you happy yeah. and then see if you can work around like have a job around that or like you know um if you know i don't know um making postcards makes you happy or yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. or or um knitting or whatever it is like yeah, if yeah. that makes you happy and you're really you really enjoy it and you could see yourself doing that as a job go find a job or start up your own business start yeah, your own yeah. thing and and start selling what you want what you're doing yeah and i mean the thing is starting your business up isn't isn't as easy as it may seem people no. seem to think people look at businesses and go that are successful or people that are successful and and what they don't see is what's been done in the past to to create that success mm. And it's it is hard, and it's and it's things will go wrong, but like you were saying, then you just set do what you need to do, and just and just get there and get to where you need to be. Yeah. Um, because if you don't, you'll only stay where you are now. And you'll and or worst case, you'll just go backwards and sort of go to like in a less position where you are now. Mm-mm. If you keep pushing forwards. And don't see anything as 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 not achievable because anything's achievable. You look at I don't know, look at famous actors and things like that. If you said to them and they were little, like probably you're gonna you're gonna be a, a, a famous actor, they'd the probably be like they'd be like no yeah, chance no no. I will probably probably get into a bit of theatre and stuff, but I, I don't. You know what I mean? You yeah, just yeah, got yeah. to keep. You've got to have that goal and that and that drive to just get there and just go for it. Mm-hmm. Um. And don't worry what anyone else says to you. People will say to you, you can't do this. People will say to you, mm. why are you doing that? People and will say... A lot of people as well, like, especially like um, uh, like generations, they always say, you know, you've got to do this, this and this, at yeah. these points in your life. But actually, you don't. No. That's, it's an old generation thing. It's an old, old generation thing to... It, yeah. it's very, a lot of people are stuck in their ways. Um. But it doesn't matter if you're 20. It doesn't matter if you're 18. doesn't matter if you're young. doesn't matter if you're 60. doesn't matter if you're 75. However your age is, you can yeah. still do what you love. 
Und- yeah, definitely. And then you'll see a lot of people go, oh, I'm too old for that. And it's like, never too old. That's, you've set yourself a, uh, a limit. You need to just basically, it's just a number. If you feel like you can still do it, or you've sort of, have got that in you to do it, do it. And, um, and it's like, especially in gym as well, like people say, I can't do that. I'm too old now. But actually, if you see some YouTube videos out there of the old men lifting the weights and the old women lifting the weights yeah, yeah. and really going at it and still training as hard as they can, obviously they can't do, you know, uh, some some of them can't do it as much as they, they would like, yeah. but they're still doing it. They're still going, they're still training. They're still keeping their body the, healthy. Yeah. And that's the thing. Just keep people just keep on keep on turning up, keep mm. doing it, keep going, and you'll get to where you need to be. And yeah. you look at the you need to look at the like you say in, in that in that aspect, if they weren't at the gym, they'll they will be in a lot worse of place mm. than than where they were because they'll, they'll probably just start to seize up, you'll start to get the aches and the pains and keeping that keeping your body working is gonna it's gonna help with all that. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I think we're I think we're an hour in now. Um, yeah, no, it's very sound. Um, but um, we could quickly, if you wanted to touch on anxiety, we can do. Yeah, so I think anxiety is quite a big one. Um, I I I put a post out about it. Um, just about I think that a lot of people um don't talk about it, and I think there's a lot of people that suffer with it whether that's it shows itself in it, it that's one way sorry it shows itself obviously with mental uh mental health and things like that uh i've recently um suffered with like about two week bouts of like panic attacks anxiety and it it i was in an absolute hole now i'm doing the job that i love it was nothing to do with work it was just my sort of me the way that I'm sort of wired up and my brain's just decided to give me a bit of a tough two weeks. Um, but I think with it, I think me, 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 part of it is so many people suffer with mental health and so many people just, especially men, just don't talk about it, don't say anything. Uh, and I think to be able to sort of just speak to people about it, even to speak to one person, I think it, it's, well helps massively mm. i've sort of been really open with it and i've had a lot of help from people on ways of coping and and there's people that i speak to about it um and it's just things that they've given me to sort of deal with it have have, have helped massively mm. um but i just think it's it's don't be a sh- people that seem to be ashamed by it or sort of things like that and, and just sort of don't be just sort of I think a lot of a lot of people is like, especially men, um, they hide behind ego and yeah. hide behind you know the the image of a man. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, a, like a man's meant to protect, a man's meant to do all this other stuff. But actually, men suffer as well, like with different things. As well. And to be honest, <clears throat> like even if you're not the breadwinner. Even if you're not earning loads of money, you know, it's the society shift and everything's changed now as well. Yeah. So you don't need to worry about that too much. But also with the 
with the whole mental health situation, it's it's fine to be not okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's fine to talk about it. Yeah. Like the stigma there is the stigma is still there. Um, but I think a lot of people now have really realized that, you know, actually, you know, we need to talk about it a lot more. Yeah. Um and communicate about it a lot more. Um and I think it's there's another touch point as well. It's who you're around. Yeah, who, yeah. It's the it's the people you're around as well that really affect um yeah. your your mind um and your actions as well um massively um you need to put yourself around positive people yeah who are, yeah. Who are yeah. sort of going in the same direction or um are on like a similar path um that helps tenfold um well, that goes back to your energy side of things isn't mm. it? energy if you're surrounded by that positive energy and that energy that's similar to yours yeah you're gonna it's gonna have an effect on on yourself um if you're surrounded by a negative uh people that are on the on a different completely different path to where you're wanting to be that's going to have an, a massive effect so like mm -hmm. you say you've got to surround yourself with that's not to say you've got a load of friends now who are doing all different stuff and be like i don't want anything to do with you anymore but make sure you're surrounded by people that have have, have got some sort of the same sort of energy or mm. a, a positive don't just be surrounded by negativity yeah yeah um and just fight speak to people and find ways to sort of help you because there'll be mm. someone there who's always happy to talk to you yeah and it's and, and it's not it's not weakness that you've you're not weak because you, you're feeling um anxious or like like a panic attack it's mm. like when you're lying in bed at night and your brain's sort of saying that yeah, your heart's racing, you're sweating, and your brain's just sort of saying you're gonna die. It's like and you've got chest pain because you and your you chest it. It's like going through that is like absolute hell. So to say that someone's weak, having to deal with that daily basis is 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 completely the opposite. Mm -hmm. um, so don't don't sort of just do it alone i think that's that's the point i like to sort of get across all the time is don't don't suffer in silence sort of thing no not at all and like when when i when i become like i spoke about this in one of my previous podcasts is like um when i became like woke to to my mental health yeah, um, yeah. it opened me up to thousands of other people who yeah. are suffering with the exact same things yeah. and it helped me so much to, to realize myself, like to realize what my problems were, how I could, you know, change them. Like, obviously, you know, it's never going to go away. I, th I don't think it's ever going to go away, but again, surrounding yourself with people, positive people and putting out the negative is going to help you carry on the good mental health cycle. Yeah. Um, and from, from listening to your podcast, your first podcast that you put on, about sort of your uh, when you were growing up and things like that, mm. it's like you listen to that and you're like, do you know what? You could have gone completely the opposite way. Oh, easily. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have got yourself in a hole and just been like, but you've not. You sort of like you've you you've you've you've, you've gone for it. You've like, do you know, this is what I want, and you're driving, and you you're probably using that 
stuff to drive you and push you forward. Do you know what I mean? Um, but there's two ways you can go with it. You can either sort of let it drag you down or sort of get help or even just like improve the way that you're doing things, try to find things that will work and get you out mm. of that out of that situation. Yeah, it was um there was a there was a, a podcast I was listening to, uh Paul Moore talk yeah. shit. Um and he had Paul Paul Lima. Um and Paul uh, every day wakes up and he makes stupid videos. Uh they're not stupid videos, funny videos. Yeah, uh, yeah they're yeah. all funny. I love his videos. Um but he does that every single day, surrounds himself with the most positive people um and he gets he, any negativity any any like people who drag him down or anything like that he doesn't have them in his life yeah. um and uh another person jay alderton as well he cut out uh well he's got friends he's got friends but he the people who aren't kind of in his realm he doesn't yeah. see them often obviously they're still his friend friends yeah, yeah. but you know, it's he only sees them once every couple of months. But the yeah, positive it, people, the people who wants round him, he, you know, he draws to them and hangs out with them a lot more because everyone's on the same direction, everyone's on the same like kind of path. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's so important to put yourself around the positive people and don't be don't be afraid to get help. Don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to speak to someone randomly. And yeah. and say, oh yeah, I had a panic, whatever it is. Like, um, oh yeah, like I got well, well anxious today. Don't know why, yeah. what what happened. Like, I just felt really anxious. <clears throat> just speak, just talk to someone, and yeah, it's going to help I, so much. I follow, I follow like Paul Morton through Instagram and stuff, and uh, there'll be posts where he'll put like ask me a question, and I'll like bang questions on there, and he will reply. Yeah, and he does. He does every single time he replies. And it's like, he's, when I was going through it, there's a, there's a few people that helped me. There was a girl at work. She's like, spoke to me about a few bits, obviously doctors and things like that. But then from Paul, there's so many things that like, I, uh, that I asked him and he was like, try like, oh, um, it's this or um, you put a post on about things like, uh, I think it was, writing lists so mm. I was like oh I'll try that and then uh, my wife was like journaling and this girl from it's like you need to try journaling and I've tried all these things and it it's such such a great help and I don't know I don't know um Paul Moore's not like a, a friend of mine or anything like that so I've that's somebody that's a complete stranger that I've spoken to and sort of said how do I deal with this he could and have been like every other down. influencer or anyone else, like who just yeah. calls people off and just yeah. doesn't even doesn't even listen. But he replies, and he does reply. Yeah. I've yeah. got like I've got like proof. Like Paul Moore is definitely like replying because there he is. Yeah, there's my messages to him, um, and he's he's he taught me about what I needed to do when I was going to quit my job. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And he said, he said, just fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, he tells you straight. He'll just tell you straight how it is. And um, you'll be like, you won't, you won't beat around the bush and, and be sort of what's it to be straight to it. Not at all. But um, right, I'm gonna we're gonna end it here because I think we've done. Yeah. I can't. I can't. 
That, yeah, we've we've been going a long time. <laughs> <laughs> no sound, yeah, no, no, no. It's been a pleasure, mate, and I, yeah. and I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, no worries, uh, man. It's been great. Uh, right, so um, if anyone's watching, uh, go um to Instagram and um follow um my Instagram, <laughs> John Coons Fitness, and also Joe. If you want to plug your Instagram, go ahead. Oh, it's just Joe Boot PT. Um. Don't get too excited. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm working on content. I'm not as good as John with his content and stuff yet. So <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But I'm just, I'm working through it. Just, just go drop him a follow anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, if anyone wants to listen to uh, or watch this podcast, we're, I'm on YouTube as well. So just type in John Coon's podcast. This will be up on, on YouTube as well. Um, if you're listening to this on Apple and you have a Spotify account, it's on Spotify as well, um, at John Coombs, uh, no, sorry, John Coombs Podcast. And then also, if you're listening on to this on Spotify and you want to listen to it on Apple, John Coombs Podcast again, all the same throughout the whole, all the platforms. But it's been an absolute pleasure, honestly. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking hey, to Joe. Thank you. Cheers, man. Um, Thanks so much. And yeah, I hope everyone else enjoys this podcast. Um, and we'll stop right here.